You're listening to Being Jim Davis, but I can see you, your orange fur shining in the sun. You got your ears pushed back and your sunglasses on, baby. I can tell you my love for lazily rewriting the lyrics to a well-known Don Henley song will still be strong after the Garfields of summer have gone. My name is Christopher Winter. And I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Uh, my name is Lisa Doop, and I'm Jim Davis. John, Lisa, today is Tuesday, May the 5th, 1981. Today we're reading the 1,052nd ever Garfield strip. That is a full baker's dozen of Garfields. John, Lisa, what happens today in Garfield? In today's Garfield, Garfield paraphrases 16th century poet Thomas Tusser. Too true. Too true. Um, okay. We got, th- we got three panels here. Uh, panel, panel one features John Arbuckle, Garfield, and a plate of lasagna. Panel uh-huh. two, same, but John Arbuckle's not holding a fork. Panel three, close-up of Garfield in the pan of lasagna. Feel like that's a clear. That's pretty clear. Chris, is there, are there any words in yeah, the uh, yeah yeah in yeah the Garfield? <laughs> well, not in panel one. Panel one, John and Garfield are just looking at each other. John's got the fork, which is unusual for John Arbuckle to have any kind of silverware. Um, he, is, he is holding it like more or less normally. Yeah, he's holding it extremely weird, as if that's he is. Not how a, people hold forks. Well, like I mean, if they're two years old, they do. John John still <laughs> holds things like a small child where he just grasps it in his fist. Well, he, okay, he's holding it kind of in a, like, a display sort of um, showy manner. Like, oh, you think, like, you think he's showing off to Garfield that he like, has a fork. He's like, he's, like, he's like, hey, I got this fork right here. I got Get this a fork. load of this fork. Don't you wish you had a fork? I think Sorry? it's more like... I think it's more threatening. I think it's like, if you take my goddamn lasagna, mm. look where this fork is going. Having some mm. cat stew. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I know how to defend <laughs> this lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about this is, I think it's very poetic at how, in John's last appearance, he closes his eyes and is not seen opening them till the very end. Mm. At all. He's not yeah. seen opening them. No, he just... It's he, like, it, I would not be surprised if this was symbolic for John's final use in the franchise. Of <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah, it could at least be the final appearance of John's eyes. Um, <laughs> like they're just closed from now on. He blinds himself like the prophet Tiresias. Does Tiresias blind? No, Tiresias is already blind. Oh, uh, oh, Oedipus blinds himself. I had a, yeah, I had a Oedipus stuff, blinds please. himself. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's symbolic also of John handing him the lasagna. It's like the final end. A spoiler mm-hmm. alert like... for panel two. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you know, it's so, being the story arc all throughout. 
Yeah. Garfield wants lasagna. John won't give it to him. And, now- and this is this is the first ever time Garfield has received lasagna. <laughs> That's um, it. That's not true. No, it's a thing is I said true? though. It's a thing I said. It's the first ever time Garfield times- has eaten lasagna. I wonder, I wonder how many times Garfield has eaten lasagna. God damn it. This is the last one. I this, this is, is the, the final one. lasagna of the strip. This is, this is no, the this is first the and only instance of Garfield eating lasagna. Yeah, yeah. This is no, um. This is the last Garfield. I, I, rec- I, be- I rec- oh, oh, this is the first and last Garfield strip. <laughs> it's a good thing that this is the final Garfield ever, because otherwise, this week's recording session is going to take forever. Yeah, okay. like it's almost right. an hour and we're only on Tuesday. I do like that in panel one, it looks like John Arbuckle is just about to eat a whole pan of lasagna, like directly <laughs> from the pan. He doesn't have a plate or anything. Mm, no plate, doesn't even have a trivet there. He lives uh, alone with his cat. He, he, lives, he lives alone with his cat. I mean, sometimes he lives with Lyman. A while ago. In the second panel, recently. John says, ha ha, how can I resist you when you're cute? Help yourself, comma, Garfield. Panel two name drop. Name drop. See, I feel Gar- like Garfield is feminine. Is it's female in this strip? Garfield does look super cute and adorable. Do you think it's <laughs> like this is a longer conversation I feel like we've been having off and on for months, if not years? Uh, when you draw a cartoon animal, yes, Chris, as if we do a podcast, <laughs> when you draw a cartoon animal, well, no, when you draw a cartoon animal, there's something about it that I feel like at least with my background and assumptions, that animal by default looks male unless you give it, uh, eyelashes, or like yeah. big lips or something. And Garfield in panel two ha- and panel one and two has big eyes and, and eyelashes. And so it's interesting. Lisa said that, that Garfield looks coded female. And I agree in panels That's, one and two. Well, I think that eyelashes are more indicator of, you know, a preppier character, you know, probably. <laughs> Oh, of, of how preppy Garfield is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, he's a femme fatale in this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's. I mean, yeah, we can. We Garfield can be a femme fatale. I'm you feel fine. like like Garfield is maybe some kind of Japanese fox spirit that is seducing John Arbuckle to give it his lasagna, and then he's going to revert to his real form. If you've been picking up the clues mm-hmm. in the oh, and I have, I have. <laughs> Let's be clear. I've definitely been picking up the clues. Um, I'm going to move on to panel three here. Garfield is now eating the lasagna. We got kind of a, kind of a medium tight close up shot of him Mm -hmm. uh, resting one hand on the edge of the pan of lasagna Uh and holding a piece of it. He's got RGF. Also got some in his mouth. Chewing. Resting Garfield face. (laughs) You can put that on a t-shirt. On a t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, his, his natural resting facial state looks mm-hmm. like Garfield. Yeah, I guess I'd go Yeah, he's got resting Garfield. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, I mean, like, yeah. with the caption, along a fool and yeah. his lasagna are soon parted. You could put that on a t-shirt with that image. Easy. A million mm. dollars. A million, John. A million dollars. A, a million. 
It's a million dollar idea. Sell, if you'll sell t-shirts on your Patreon, uh-huh. consider it. Yeah. Consider. Now, now, we do have to be careful when selling merchandise for the show that it doesn't feature Garfield <laughs> or John Arbuckle or Odie or Lyman or any other trademarked intellectual property. Lyman's in the public domain. Yeah, Lyman is probably in the public domain by now. Invert the image and say it's, you know, yeah, Feldgar. Yeah, you're both um, you're both familiar with Feldgar. <laughs> I like that. You're both familiar <laughs> with the 16th century poet Thomas Tusser. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. whose five uh, hundredth point is pointies of good husbandry. A fool and his money be be soon at debate, which uh-huh. after with sorrow repents him too late. Exactly, exactly. Which is later paraphrased by Dr. John Bridges' defense of the government of the Church of England in 1587. If they pay a penny or two pence more for the red, readiness of them, let them look at that. A fool and his money is soon parted. May they eat their cake and have it too. I mean, I don't know, unless they're a fool. Yeah. You're not going to do either if you're a fool. You're going to be parted from it. Yep. Or. Oh, I know why this one hasn't ended. It's because I haven't ended it, right? Is that why? It seems like you haven't ended it. Okay. Look, I think we're done probably. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Happy podcasts are all alike. Every unhappy podcast is a daily Garfield recap podcast. (laughs) You can support the program by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Why not visit the show website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can leave us a message or sign up to host the show as special guest host Lisa Dupe did. And if you're out there looking for someone to give a job to, apparently Lisa is looking for a job or that's just a thing she said as a joke and is not actually looking for a job. It's hard to know. Don't not do what Lisa Dupe did. (laughs) Sorry? Do what Lisa Dupe did. I said sorry to Lisa, John. I wanted yeah. to know what she said. I said, it's summer and I'm depressed because I stay indoors all day listening to Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> that would be depressing. That would be depressing. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm you looking advertising for... in, the, in the only medium I know. Mm, it's really the only medium that exists. It's Are you looking for a summer medium. job? Yeah, why not? Mm. I need money for a European trip. So I'll just... Yeah. So listeners out there, if you're looking to hire someone to guest host on Garfield podcasts, we can highly recommend Lisa Dupe. I mean, Lisa, would you also be willing to talk about Pokemon? We know some people who do a Pokemon podcast. Yeah, I might actually listen to it if you were if you were on. Ouch. I know, wow. I know, know Rodom. That's it. So, yeah, it seems like that's enough. I mean, it's wait, probably wait, fine. Hang on, hang on. Did you just name a Pokemon? She named yeah, two Pokemons, John. I think, I think you might be overqualified. <laughs> it's possibly true. Uh, I mean, I don't know who Pikachu is on Mewtwo or any of them. No, no, no one Reynolds. does. I, I think it's no. Ryan Reynolds. P- Pikachu is an, is an enigma to but us he's all. Also, he's also like a detective. He's a, well, he's, and he's trying to unriddle the mystery of himself. Oh. Okay. The greatest mystery of he's trying to Pika, yeah. Detective Pikachu is the trying most, to solve the, the greatest mystery game. of all, John. 
Love. <laughs> the only winning move, Chris. <laughs> it's not to play. Wait, oh, well, John, Detective Pikachu is trying to solve the mystery of love and also a series of grisly homicides. <laughs> he's, he's mostly, he, uh, he, mostly he's uh, inspecting the blood spatter patterns. <laughs> nice. It's... It's really, really horrific. Yeah, blood spatter analyst Pikachu. <laughs> Bring to it. Blood spatter analyst. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Okay. Yeah, that's that's your closer. That's your button. Blood spatter analyst Pikachu. <laughs> was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows <laughs>